you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, a live literary event series from LAist. We are back with guests, author Amanda Montel and actor Bella Lavelle. You can find us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum. Tickets at LAist.com events. LAS Studios. Happy Halloween, Los Angeles. I'm Brian De Los Santos, and this is How to LA, the show where this Halloween we're getting spooky. Our city hasn't been around that long, but it's got its fair share of ghostly history. So, on this All Hallows Eve, we want to send a few shivers down your spine and share a few more local ghost stories. <laughs> to get us going today, we asked LA's listeners to send in their haunted tales. And we got a few that definitely freaked me out just a little. First up, here's Janet Nelson Alvarez, who encountered a fright in Long Beach in the 90s. This happened at a house in Long Beach on Pacific Avenue when I was house-sitting in probably about 1996. The house was built in 1928, so it probably had plenty of room for ghosties. And it's a deeply muffled winter night, the sink pipes wanting to squeal and groan and giving up rustish water in the yellow linoleum kitchen. And a cold so searching You'd swear your mum had caught you at something. There's no light, just a little sweet arpeggio of sound, the graying of a shadow in the velvet dark, and the scent of cologne, and tight fingers, yet none, none whatsoever, like a lover, like a warning, and the most kindly menacing whisper in my ear. Get out. Get out, get out. I got a really, really, really got. Rest easy there, house. And we're glad you got, got, got out of there, Janet. Recently, Glenn Washington of the podcast Snap Judgment and Spooked Join AirTalk host Larry Mantle to share some more spooky stories. Here's a few selections from listeners who called in. Let's stay a little longer in Long Beach and hear from Christina. She's got a story from her time working on the supposedly haunted ship, the Queen Mary. I actually was on a tour uh, after hours at 3 o'clock in the morning with some of our cast members who work there and we happened to have a boss that that started the event and have keys to everywhere even the areas that were closed off to the public and no longer functioning he led us through um going down these like fire uh ladders into some area with some double doors and we went through and became very cold and and very um uncomfortable to be there because little pieces of metal began 
kind of flying around and you could hear them almost like hitting file cabinets. And we, we got really uncomfortable and just decided to leave. And as we were coming back out of that area and up the stairs, I had to close a door with a chain and a, and a lock. And all of my friends were at the top of the stairs filming with an old camcorder. They all had pagers back in the day. And um, as I was walking up, I just felt something go up behind the back of my neck and pull my hair straight out, had long hair. And I got really spooked, so I started to go up a little bit further, but thought, you know, I'm going to brush that away. It was probably just my imagination. And as I got about halfway up the stairs, it happened again. And that time, I heard a voice like softly whisper hey like right into my ear and then I, I felt like a hand pulling my hair out so I bolted ran up the stairs and just pummeled through the guys who were all laughing at me and um you know they do have some video footage of, of something pulling out my hair we don't know what it was but I decided to just end the night and wanted to go back to my hotel room I was never the same again after that we'll be back with more frights right after this Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Ghost Waltz by Oliver Mayer, a bold original recovery of Juventino Rosas, one of Mexico's most significant composers. Follow Rosas from his father's early death to his friendship with ragtime genius Scott Joplin, now on stage through June 2nd. Tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Pindarvis Harshaw, host of the Right Nowish podcast. Every week, I talk to the people who are creating art and culture and spreading it to the universe. As an artist, you always meet yourself. Every year, you're a different person. Essentially, we normalize a space where you can show up as your authentic self. Check out Right Nowish. Rooted in California's Bay Area, speaking to you. It's so many people of color, so many queer people. It's like I'm being celebrated in my fullness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back. Here's another story shared with Glenn Washington and Larry Mansell on AirTalk. This story is from a listener named Tegan, and it takes place right around the corner from LA Studios in Pasadena. So I was doing the show at the Pasadena Playhouse, and um, it was over 100 years old at the point of this show. So places were called, and I got up and I left my dressing room, and I placed my hand on my light switch. And as I did, I happened to glance back into my dressing room, where I saw a woman sitting at my makeup station applying lipstick in the mirror just as I turned the lights off. And then I took a beat and then I turned the lights back on and she was gone. So I said, well, break a leg. We all went on stage, all of us, through all of time, myself included. That is my scary story. That ghost was ready for a show. This next story comes to us from M.M. James. She wrote us about a ghost in her Koreatown apartment building and said, I could tell the tale. She says, I live in a two-story, 100-plus-year-old building in Koreatown. Since we moved in three and a half years ago, we've been able to see the tall man with a hat. He spends time in my apartment, upstairs and downstairs in my neighbor's apartment. He may visit the others as well, but we've never really talked about it. Usually, you only see him when you're alone. You will catch him out of the corner of your eye, passing the door as he moves down the hall. He's never been mean 
but it is startling when you see him. Now, if a place has been around for a century, it's bound to have some ghosts, right? And that's what's going on in our last story, too. You might remember our conversation with writer Hadley Mears about the Biltmore Hotel. She told us all about the ghosts that supposedly roam the halls there and ride the elevators, including the ghost of Elizabeth Short, known as a Black Dahlia, who was brutally killed in 1947 and her murder never solved. But one story we didn't share was her own personal ghost encounter at the hotel. A few months ago, my parents came into town and they stayed at the Biltmore. They're huge history buffs and I live nearby. And I stayed with them the first night because they had gotten this huge suite. And in the middle of the night, I woke up and felt like somebody was pressing on me and like I couldn't move. And all of a sudden, the TV turned on by itself. And I, both my parents woke up, I woke up, it was so trippy. And the next two nights, the TV turned on in the middle of the night. Oh, wow. So I don't know what that was about. And I also felt, I do not believe in ghosts. I also felt when I woke up, like I was having thoughts that were not my own. I do not know how else to describe it. I've huh. never felt that way before, but like something had entered my mind and was thinking really scary, hateful things that I've never thought in my life. So I don't know what that means, but I have personally experienced something very creepy staying overnight at the Biltmore. All right, that's it for today. We're glad to hear all of our listeners got out of the ghosty encounters safe and sound. LA's a town with a lot of history and a lot of ghosts. Wishing you more treats than tricks this Halloween night. We'll be back tomorrow to hang out with the matriarch of Dia de los Muertos. See y'all on the other side. Boo. I mean, bye. This episode was produced by Victoria Alejandro. Our other team members are Monica Bushman, Evan Jacoby, Megan Botel, and Erica Washington. Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes LA a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.